0: Welcome to another episode of the Educated Food Podcast. I am one half of the Educated Food. This is Jeff.
1: All right, and I'm your other half, Jarrell himself. Welcome back, everyone, for another week.
0: Yeah, I know I throw you off there. I don't. I never know what, what name to use.
1: <laughs> Listen, use doctor. I, I, you you work I, for I, that I, shit. <laughs> I, I
0: never know. I never know if to go with the doctor. I don't know if to go with Jeffrey. <laughs> to go with Jeff, yeah. like. I'll be, I'll be fucking up every intro Because I don't really know where to go with it But <laughs> here we are Again, another week Another episode And as we start off every week First, I'm going to ask you all to continue to support us
1: absolutely, Continue
0: to share us out um, the last two weeks have been great actually looking at the analytics mm-hmm. of the show and seeing y'all really engaging and um, our listeners is going up so really really yeah. greatly appreciate that. Um, we have some things in the workings as well to hopefully That's get it. y'all excited um, as we are continuing to, to kind of figure out what this educated fool journey is going to look like. So, yeah. Thank you all for the listens. Continue doing it. Continue sharing. And I mean, we appreciate every listen that we get. So thank you all
1: again. Mm-hmm. And
0: just like every week, first, we're going to check in. How you doing, my brother?
1: Yeah, man, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. It's been a great week. Um, and so I'm just excited to close out the week uh, about to go on vacation. Uh, I actually went on vacation on Wednesday and will not be back in the office until July 5th. Thank God. And so, you know, I am feeling great. I've had, you know, full day of like just doing housework and all that kind of stuff like that. Like that was super, super dope, uh, at least to me anyway. Right. Like taking care of something that is your investment. So. Um, so just been doing that. How about you, man? How's everything been this week? You
0: know, it's been a good week. A yeah. Really good week. Um, it started off, you know, last weekend kind of started off a week. You know, one of my closest friends got married. Yes, yeah. it, it was cool to be a part of that.
1: Um, Bro, your Sunday, daughter killed it. Your your lady. daughter killed it. Yeah. Yes. She was, she was so gorgeous.
0: <laughs> she was a flower girl.
1: <clears throat> oh we nice. we were
0: nervous. We were nervous if she was gonna <laughs> walk down the aisle or not. <laughs> um, if she was gonna get too distracted, but she, she, she did it and I mean obviously uh-huh. she stole the show. Um,
1: nice.
0: I stopped denying a long time ago. My my daughter is just absolutely beautiful.
1: She is. Um, that so she is.
0: Whoever comes to my front door going to have a problem. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I tell people that all the time. they like, Ooh. whoever comes, I don't care who it is, they're going to have a problem when they come to my door because uh, I know she's going to yeah. be fighting everybody off. So... Yeah.
1: And y'all I'm also gonna have problems. I mean, because you know, like as a big brother, no one's ever good enough for my sister, right? And my sister's the only, you know, she's our baby sister, my brother and I, and she's the only girl. And so no one is ever good enough for my sister. So she struggled with that for, well, she still struggles with that because we still don't believe that no one's good for her. <laughs> and so I'm sure you're gonna like struggle, bro.
0: I mean, so I'm the oldest as well. So I got two sisters and a younger sister, okay. sister as well. They all younger than me. So like, gotcha. I just tell them, don't even tell me about them. Because like, <laughs> nothing mm-hmm. you say or do, honestly, uh-huh. might is going to live up to my expectations, right? Uh, Real and I haven't been wrong yet. <laughs> so, but it's just, it's just it is what it is. So
1: and we I be right it. though. We be right though. We be
0: right. <laughs> so I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to go through it again with my baby girls because you know I'm having mm-hmm. another one. So right. It's just that's just been my life. I'm I'm a vet now when it comes when it comes to when it comes to yeah. this. <laughs> I'm a vet. Yeah. But yeah. So we did the wedding on Saturday, Sunday. Uh-huh. I got to see my dad, which is a rare occasion. So I got to see my dad, and the cool part about that. Yeah. For the first time in, I want to say maybe eight, seven years, all of my siblings were together. Like, mm-hmm. we are never together at one place at one time. We just never, we're never together. So we did like a mini, miniature, like family photo shoot. So that was pretty cool. I know yeah. that made my dad happy because he was like, I have no picture of my kids together. Uh, and we mm. were all in our... Well, we all not in our 30s. My dad was stupid and started over. So I got a younger <laughs> brother. <laughs> but Yikes. other than that, it was the first time we saw all together. So that was cool. And then, you know, nothing's happened this week. So that's been great. I've just been Good. able to relax. And then, you know, I'm on vacation next week. So we're going to have to figure out what we're doing next week. Because we both. Yeah, so- for real,
1: for real. <laughs> so on? we we'll have to figure that out.
0: We'll let y'all know what happened because I'm <laughs> out starting Tuesday next week, and I'm going to Tahoe until the fourth. So,
1: ooh, um, yes, okay, yeah. nice, so,
0: nice. We don't know what y'all gonna get next week, but uh, <laughs> we got something for you this week.
1: Yeah, for we sure, got for, for sure. You this week. Yeah. <laughs> and how
0: how you wanna how you wanna intro this in? How you wanna how you wanna go about it? How you mm. wanna attack it?
1: Hmm. So let me, let me, let me, let me do this. Um, So last week, I think people really enjoyed like those 15 things that we needed to counsel and like how we like talked about that and stuff like that. So I think it's only right that we bring something like that back a little bit uh, and talk about some, you know, uh, some, some, some cool stuff that's going on in the news right now. um, Some celebrity gossip, all that kind of stuff like that. And so, you know, as it relates to LGBTQ history month or LGBTQ pride month, um, um, i thought it'd be really cool this week to talk about um you know gay athletes the hypocrisy that lies within you know some of the things that have been going on and also to share some badassness that has been going on as well especially with a young woman by the name of shikari richardson my god what an athlete like this woman is literally when she runs her hair looks like she's on fire right because she has like this bright orange hair and these long flojo nails and she is like Literally it's like her body is just like air right like it's just moving and everybody around her is like just struggling to keep up and she's like oh i do this in my sleep like this is nothing you know this is just who i am this this shikari i i, I and y'all going to stop playing with me y'all going to stop fucking playing with me because i'm the shit i know i'm the shit and on her instagram she will tell you she the shit
0: <laughs> my my favorite clip of shikari it isn't even her running
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: My my favorite clip of Shikari is her checking people on her name. Oh my god. That's my Please.
1: favorite. Please. That's my favorite
0: ever since Please.
1: That. Yes. So
0: like, it is Shikari. hmm Get it right. It's not mm-hmm. even hard. That's the and that's the part that frustrated me. Like it's not even literally if you look yeah. at it, that's what it her name that's what it is. Like Yeah. You know, folks out there.
1: And I don't I don't get it. Say,
0: if y'all can say all these Russian names. And all
1: yeah. Like, Meliflopulets and like, Sekalingling. Like, like, come on. Bro. Y'all can do that.
0: Y'all can get black people name
1: right, too. Get our names right.
0: Okay. You can get black people name right, too. And when I say black, I'm not saying African-American, because mm-hmm. black, because everybody on the diaspora got beautiful names. Yeah. And be butchering them for the sake of butchering their names. You're exactly. not even attempting. You're not even exactly. attempting. Um, and education frustrates me when I'm in a meeting and somebody like shortens their name or, you know, Americanize their name. I'm like, did you choose that nickname or did you just get tired of correcting people? Because if you got tired of correcting people, I'm not going to allow you to do that in my presence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, if yeah. that's not your chosen nickname, yeah, make them call you your name. I had a student. His name is Jorge.
1: Mm-hmm. Jorge. Yeah. Jorge. Yeah. but
0: people—he just let people call him George because they couldn't say Jorge. Like, no, they can say Jorge. They can definitely no. say Jorge.
1: They can say Jorge. Just don't,
0: them, just don't let them say George, right? Yeah. So, I love Man. it when Shakari checks people. I really mm-hmm. hope that in the Olympics she gets out the blocks cleaner.
1: Mm-hmm. She's hella
0: yes. fast, and she like she starts slow. That's the crazy. She thing
1: does about start her. slow.
0: Like she starts slow, I like so if she could figure that out, I want to see her either break FloJo's record or crack mm-hmm. under ten seconds because no woman has ever done that, and I'm right. full face she can do that. Like I oh, really absolutely. think she can be like I'm not saying she's gonna be like nine point four, she mm-hmm. can be like nine point nine nine, but I think and it's she can still get good ten seconds. I yeah. think she can get under ten seconds, and it's still she is, good. She is that great, and yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's awesome. So
1: and people, you know, people have been, you know. Shining negative energy on her, or or putting negative energy her way for a while now, because she she talked about how when she was a high school runner, how she was she was the best, and people really tried to get in her mind like, well, this is just high school. You're about to go to the pros or you're about to go to college. So you're not going to be the best. And there is no, you know, th- this is just uh, you know, a fluke. This is some good, a good string of luck that's coming your way in high school. And she's like, yo, quit playing with me and quit playing with who I know myself to be because who I know myself to be is not who you know me to be, but I'm going to tell you and I'm going to check you every time. Yeah. So yeah.
0: And I mean, to go through like, and I don't think a lot of people, because people don't really try to follow up and care about athletes as people. Yeah. Right. Like she went to Olympic trials and completely blew everybody out the water, and right, basically right after her biological mom passed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah.
0: So like now she's dealing with once again you doubting her her skills mm-hmm. her talents her brilliance what they always do with black women athletes of course um, of course and. She's she's just she's rising to the top. She's confident. She's charismatic. She's everything that we want our athletes to be. Absolutely. I guess except black, right? Except black. <laughs> except black. Um, so shout mm. out, shout out to Shakari, man. I, I'm yeah. so excited to to see her in the Olympics. This is one that Bell. I was actually going to try to go to before COVID. Like I mm-hmm. really wanted to um, go to Tokyo. It's one of my is one of my bucket list um, yes. places to travel. And so I'm kind of disappointed I won't make it, but.
1: I think you should, bro. I think you should. Well, eventually, right?
0: (sighs) Eventually, I can't. I can't vote like next month. My wife, (laughs) my wife would kill me.
1: uh, Oh yeah, no.
0: Because what? That's the end of July. We really. Mm -hmm. That's like knocking on the door of of when the next baby comes. So.
1: Oh yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Y'all, y'all, y'all almost do soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, that was one. Shikari. So Shikari, so um, you know, just to tie back to canceling y'all, um, so all her haters, y'all need to step back, cancel your own self because Shikari is going to be amazing, she's gonna to rise to the top, and there's nothing any anyone can do about that, right? We just need to stand back and let this woman shine because she is who she is and she is who she knows herself to be, and I love it. I love everything about it, okay, um, my second thing, hmm we don't want to go with this so my th- my second my second thing and that feeds right into our overarching topic for the day right is when you see a black queer athlete Please, 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 please do not try to subject them to that negativity that comes from mostly from a place of racism. Do not try to subject them to that negativity that comes from a place of um, insecurities that we that people have on themselves. Right. Like, oh, a black athlete, black can't black people can't do this. Black people can't do that. We can do all that stuff. Right. There's a black woman who is the fastest swimmer right now. And they say black people can't swim or whatever have you. That's a lot. I can swim. Told my brother and sister how to swim. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, cancel yourselves too because these athletes are out here killing it and they bliggity black. Okay?
0: <laughs> I might go on a tangent here mm-hmm. as it relates to black people can't swim. Yes. The reason why many black people don't swim is not that they can't. It's that they yeah. don't. It's because they don't have the same access and opportunities.
1: That's it. will
0: pull to learn how to swim, that's it. right? And once segregation happened,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they took black pools out of black neighborhoods, mm-hmm. therefore denying black people the opportunity to swim. Right? So yep. that's so for me, I hate when people say that. Uh, yes. Because yes, I'm a black man that can swim. I think mm-hmm. my daughter's like, this is gonna be my daughter episode. <laughs> my daughter, <laughs> Is a swimmer and she's only two. Nice. Like, we can't even get this girl a bath because she just wants to swim in the bathroom. <laughs> like, like, this is a bath, stop swimming. So, like, yeah, yeah so little tangent there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Y'all need yeah. to the reason why many black people don't swim, or even if you say they can't swim, is mm-hmm. because of racism, right. right? When you try to, so everybody wants to get on critical race theory right now and how the mm-hmm. system has put black people down. This is a prime example. Yes. People of color in inner cities mm-hmm. don't have access to pools like white neighborhoods and gated communities where there's a community
1: pool. Tell them, Dr. Jeff. Tell them. Right? Tell so, them.
0: y'all need to stop with that. Right? Now, yeah. do I know a lot of black people that can't swim on the other spectrum? Hell yeah, and y'all need to learn how to speak. Yeah, Because I hate going to pool parties and none of y'all motherfuckers in the water.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> but 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 even then, even then, that's a part of our culture that y'all can't cancel, right? Like, when we go to pool parties, we go into pool parties to be cute. We going out to wear our trunks, we going out to wear our nice bathing suits and have our hair done, nails done, everything done too. You know what I'm saying? Like, a pool party is not about getting in the pool. A pool party is standing around the pool, drinking, <laughs> vibing, being black and being a person of color right like it's not that we can't get in the pool most of us don't want to mess up our stuff we got on nice jays we got on nice outfits and stuff like that our hair is done so of course we're not going to get in the pool stupid because we got too much stuff on (laughs) looking cute okay this is our time to shine around a pool in our pool gear
0: (laughs) yeah i hate it (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i understand i understand i'm one of those people i'm one of those people i go to a pool party and i just sit and chill i'm not getting in yeah. the water
0: i mean i get it i know i know what i'm signing up for when i go when i get an <laughs> invite to a black pool party uh-huh. but i like swimming i like yeah. the water. i like getting in and i'll be like Shh.
1: Yeah. And bro, I'm bald head. I got to put sunscreen on this head (laughs) in order to not burn. And so I'd be damned if I'm going to get in that pool, pool, let that chlorine eat my sunscreen off. So So. I don't have nothing to protect my head. No, not happening. So, So yeah. But back to the topic, though. So (laughs) this week. This week, something really interesting happened, especially with regard to uh, queer athletes and it being uh, LGBTQ Pride Month. So, call Nassib. Well, call Nassib. There we go. Nassib. I keep calling him Nassib. I don't know why. Uh, call Nassib from the what, – what, what football team you from? Las
0: uh, Vegas Raiders.
1: Yes. The Las Vegas Raiders, who used to be the Oakland Raiders. Okay. Used
0: to be the L.A. Raiders.
1: L.A. Raiders. Okay. What? You, hey, you know something? I don't know. No. That, they
0: They used to be. <laughs> no. They were in Oakland
1: too. Oh, they were they in Oakland. Was,
0: yeah, and they also they were they bounced back and forth from L.A. and Oakland.
1: Okay, so, I was like, I know I ain't make that up, like, Oaktown, because nah, you, you know, up, you good. my everybody knows my favorite, Keisha Cole. Keisha is from Oaktown, so I know everything about Oakland. Boom, there it is. <laughs> Social
0: media hopped on Keisha head this week.
1: They did hop on Keish, But one thing y'all <laughs> got to remember is Quiche going to do what she want to do anyway. Like y'all ain't going to tell her not to have a baby with a 12 year old because she had her baby with the 12 year old. You're not going to tell her that she was supposed to stay in that marriage with Gib because he just did a little bit of cheating. She was like, no, nah, I don't want that. And you're not going to tell her that she can't show her hickeys off on Instagram, because guess what? She going to show her fucking hickeys off. Okay? Like, that's just Keisha. Keisha going to do what Keisha going to do. Keisha a hood rat. And that's why we love her. We love Keisha. She's a hood rat. I love her. I'm a hood rat. I love her. (laughs) Listen, I ain't calling to nothing. I'm not. That's why I love her so much. She's dear to my heart because we both hood rats. (laughs) Uh,
0: back, back, Back to Carl. When oh yeah, back so,
1: <laughs> so back to Carl Nassib so Carl Nassib on June 21st did a Instagram or Instagram video Instagram live something like that and was like you know hey I just want to mention that I am I'm gay and I'm giving $100,000 to the Trevor Project which is great like you're gay great you're giving $100,000 to the Trevor Project I think that's absolutely wonderful because it prevents uh, LGBTQ or it's, it was, it's made to curtail LGBTQ suicides, right? Like it provides a hotline, it provides access to suicide resources and things of that nature. So the Trevor Project is really cool. Um, I would definitely, you know, I definitely support that. The only problem with this is the response that came as a result of Carl Nassib coming out or, or, or revealing his identity. Cause I don't like to use the word coming out, right? Because, um, you know, that really bothers me because I'm like coming out of where? coming out of what like I ain't coming out of shit I'm just revealing my identity so when he revealed his identity to the world or or the rest of his identity because gay identity is not in, is an, an identity in totality right like it's just a part of our identity but when he came out to the world or revealed his a part of his identity to the world he was met with so much love so much support so much we love you and this and that and it got me wondering, well, what was the difference between Carl Nassib and Michael Sams, the actual first gay, openly gay athlete, right, or, or or football player? What was the difference? Well, the difference is blaring, and it's right in your face, is the fact, I believe it's the fact that Michael Sams is a black man, and he is relegated to a place of, Inferiority, where Carl Nassib, as a white gay man, always has access to white male privilege, and so therefore he's going to get the support, he's going to get the love, he's going to get the the ushering of nice things and stuff like that, right? But also, Doctor Jeff, one of the things I found out was Carl Nassib, y'all boy that y'all love, oh Carl Nassib, we love you because you gay, blah blah blah, and I'm like. Nigga, it's niggas gay out here all the time, okay? Y'all don't give us the credit that we rightfully deserve, you know what I'm saying? And all that other kind of stuff like that. I mean, it's just, it, it is what it is. But Carl Nassib, as a white gay man, is also a registered Republican and a Trump supporter, okay? So, what's up, Doc Jeff? <laughs> what you think about all this?
0: All right, so... <laughs> When, when, you, when you approached me I was like all right I'm gonna I'm I'm play devil's advocate throughout this episode yes so we can bounce bounce off right um, mm-hmm. but back to the Carl acid trump Republican support like
1: mm-hmm.
0: those people confuse me
1: yes they do
0: because it's like that for one Trump can care less about you. Mm-hmm. Like you care, and the Republican Party definitely cares less about you, and Pence wants to convert you. So, yep. I don't understand how all that is.
1: Log cabin anyway, Republicans.
0: So you you posed a couple of questions, like what was the difference, right? And and mm-hmm. yes, one of the glaring differences is Michael Sam is black. Yes, Carl Trump is white. Right, and white people get, particularly white men. Mm-hmm. Get freedoms that no one else gets, right? Not even white women. Like white men are the top of the top of the hill. They get freedoms for all these things. But to play devil's advocate as it relates to Michael Sam, one of I'm gonna give a couple differences. Right? We're gonna stick with these lists. A couple differences I see: Mm -hmm.
1: 2014
0: versus
1: 2021.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Like I think we're in a different space
1: we are than we were That's true. in
0: 2014 um where now more people are more on board with accepting people for who they are than we mm. were in 2014. um so i think i think time plays a role and it's kind of been like a, a been there done that type of thing a little bit with carl nasip like okay right um because he's not he's the first one in the nfl but we've mm-hmm. had people in basketball um, I want to say there was a hockey.
1: Yeah, uh, basketball, well. hockey. Um, um, where else? Um, I mean, soccer is is I mean, full of the gays. <laughs> yeah.
0: So like, so there's been more athletes, right? Like that have that right. came out. Um, particularly men. Um, so I think we're just in a different space. Mm-hmm. So I
1: would say yeah. that's one. Okay, we're in a
0: different space. Two, the one of the differences between Michael Sam and Carl is. Like, Carl is kind of, as it relates to being in the league, he's, like, been in the league. So I think for him...
1: He's been established. Yeah. He's been
0: established, right? And I think right. for him, it was strategic as well. Like, you yeah. know, let me establish so that I can make it in the NFL first before before I do this. right? Um, because he probably possibly seen, like, yo... Because I think he came probably only a year or two after Michael Sam into the league. Right. So he probably he was like, yo... The way they did, oh, boy. I'm
1: going to keep mine to myself.
0: To myself. Yeah. There was a center who played for the Patriots, I believe, who came out after he retired. So we had a lot of athletes come out after they retired. So for him, I think he established himself. Mm -hmm. I think for Michael Sam, yes, he was the, you know, TC Defensive Player of the Year. um, But even with those, he had question marks that they were able to use against him. Uh, fairly, I will I will agree with that. But they were able to use things against him, and then he just didn't perform well on his teams and camp. Yeah, to justify like
1: yeah, but time, I also the think
0: circus that he brought because he he was bringing a reality show to camps.
1: Like y- yeah, he was. But I also think that it wasn't just like his his his. I, I mean, I think that there was poor athleticism there only because one people were. Um, as I've seen time and time again, especially as, you know, a queer black man, people, you know, um, um, berating you, people throwing jabs at you, all that kind of stuff like that, like mentally that gets to you, right? Like, I remember when I was in middle school and I hadn't even revealed any part of my identity to anyone, but there were uh, certain guys in my class that believed I was gay or whatever have you, which I, I mean, I was, but I mean, I wasn't telling them, but they would like harass me at times. Right. And they'd be like, Oh, Jarrell, just gay. Oh, you, you," they dropped the F bomb and stuff like that. Um, not, not F U C K, but the other one. And so like, they would call me that and all that kind of stuff like that. And that really got to me and it, it really started affecting my academics, uh, when I was in middle school. And so what I had to do is I had to start going to counseling and I also had to, you know, stay after for tutoring. And so I think that, um, while Michael Sam never really, Truly said it. He did suggest this when he was giving a speech at the University of New Mexico, right? When he was talking, when when he was a speaker on the speaker circuit, when he was talking about, you know, he was struggling with mental health issues because people were making fun of him. People were saying smart comments to him and all other kind of stuff like that. People were saying they don't want him in the locker room with them. Now, let me tell you something about the locker room too. <laughs> Sexuality runs on a spectrum. Also, men, for as long as I know or for as long as my experience has dictated towards me, have always been in a space where, show me yours, I'll show you mine, right? (laughs) Like I remember the first penis I saw was when I was a child Um, and it was because we were playing, show me yours, show show me mine or whatever have you. So what I'm getting at is, If you're if you're afraid that a gay man is in the locker room because he's going to look at you. Well, guess what? Other men are looking at you, too. Heterosexual men are looking at you like men look at each other in the locker room. It's not gay to look at a man in the locker room. Right. Or it's not gay to look at another man in the locker room and you're heterosexual. If you are now, if there's a homosexual in the locker room looking at you, does that make you? more uncomfortable knowing that this could possibly be something he is attracted to possibly, but Jeff, I'm going to just say this. Okay. I'm going to just say this. Um, and I hope you don't take this to heart because um, you're a heterosexual man. Right. But y'all be giving yourselves way too many, too much credit <laughs> because y'all be like, Oh, well, as long as he want me Negro, don't nobody want nobody that's leaving thigh dirt on the toilet seat. Like don't, don't nobody want y'all. Like, go wipe your penis off after you pee. Wash your hands, right? Like, these are things that I don't know heterosexual men to do so well. I'm going to just put it out there, okay? <laughs> That's just it. And so, I'm like, yo, y'all be giving yourselves a lot of credit. We are a very picky people and you lots of standards. And I'm like, and, and if I and, and if I go too far, Jeff, just let me know. But do you realize the type of sex we have? Like, that requires a bit of cleanliness, okay? Like, don't nobody want just know anything? <laughs> so, again, <laughs> if it makes you uncomfortable, oh so what? There are other men looking at you in the locker room, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I'm done. I mean, I'm off the soapbox.
0: <clears throat> that has been, like... The most common threat amongst all of yeah. my um, gay friends, like all the all the, all the men that are in my life that are gay, right? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, the guys who are the most like homophobic um, yeah. aren't the guys any of y'all are attracted to. <laughs> Not at all. Not even close. And women
1: aren't even attracted to them.
0: (laughs) But so I know that's what I was about to get right. Like it's a a very toxic, like idea that men have of themselves that we like. We talk like we bash women so much for their standards and feeling like everybody. Like girl, I was just trying to say hi. Ain't nobody trying to holler at you, (laughs) right? Like. Right. I, was just, I was just trying to say hello, lady. Yeah, Like, I'm not hollering at you, right? And we get, but hetero men are exactly the same. Whenever a gay guy is like, hi, how you doing? They get so offended, like, yeah. ain't nobody hitting on you, dog. Like, not at all. it's okay. Ain't nobody hitting on you. Um, but to get back to the, to the topic, right? Mm-hmm. That's very valid with mm-hmm. Michael Sam's lack of performance, say, in practice or in the combine because we we truly don't know what he had to endure right you know the first and and the ridicule especially once again 2014 was a very different time Um, i i honestly feel if there was a college player right now to come out as they were going into the draft it wouldn't impact them as much as it did michael sam a completely different time
1: um
0: and in 2014 when it was done mm-hmm. I felt like for him he he used it as a tool like he thought it was going to be another thing that he can brand right at the time that he you know released it or that he said it right like I think he felt like this is going to be my thing and unfortunately it backfired on him and right. he kind of disappeared and nobody's really heard of him since. Um, now he's came out lately, right? Because now he's like, he's supporting Carl, he's happy that it's happening. Um, yeah. But I think for for Michael, you can't have, you can't, one, the, being the first, you're always going to be the one who, who gets none of the benefits. None. You get none of you're the benefits, right. right? Like Colin Kaepernick was the first one to take a kneel. And mm-hmm. he literally lost his career and everybody after that has been touted as brave, all these things, right? And we still look at Kyla Kaepernick like, but he has never got another job because of it. So like you're always when you're the first to do something revolutionary, do something outside the box, you're typically the one who's going to have to um take to make all the sacrifices.
1: Right. And yeah, for sure.
0: And he definitely was the first one to, to, to take all the sacrifices. Because everybody else literally do it when they retire. Like not to, like I think of, I want to say it was Jason Collins.
1: Um, yes, that uh, name Collins sounds James. very familiar. Yes. I don't
0: know if it, I think it was Jason. I don't think it was his brother. I think it was Jason Collins. So he came out when he was gay. And for him, right. he was able to still play. But for him, it was like, dog, you only average like one point one rebound a game. No one cared, right? It exactly. wasn't like if just because he's balling out right now. It's like if Trey Young came out yesterday, tomorrow and be like, hey, I'm gay, I think it'll be a bigger story because now you're one of the top young mm-hmm. athletes, right? And I don't know why I said Trey Young is just balling. But another football player because who I, I think is in the closet, Okay, Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> I <think. laughs> and I know you don't like that term, right? But
1: uh-huh. – Listen, I'd be,
0: at, I'd be looking at Odell. I'd be like.
1: If Odell revealed that that is a part of his identity, I, I think my community would be very pleased, <laughs> very pleased. OK, there would I don't think there is a gay I know that would not enjoy that. OK, so we would we would we would welcome him and embrace him like fully take
0: care of himself. Looks like
1: he, he, takes care he, of himself. he is. Yes, yes. So Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's like a running joke amongst a lot of people. Like, if Odell came out, if Odell was to come out, everybody Mm would be like, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. We see it, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And I, I would, I would think he'd be like bisexual at best, right? Like, I'd, yeah. Um, and and that's valid too, you know. Like,
0: that's
1: valid too. hey, and uh, that's okay. So, and
0: then once again, that that's a complete toxic statement for me because <laughs> just because he he holds himself in a different esteem than we see other football players, I'm automatically like, yo, know, I think
1: he. Yeah. Well, what I will say is, um, I've seen some things that. I was like, wait, I, I know I see what he looking at. And he looking real like a long time. And these are some of the things that I do. I'm like, mm, Hmm. Okay. Odell. Well, 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 whoever you are, brother is whoever you are. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I, I, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. That's fine.
0: So I, I think that's what the world is waiting on though. I think the world is waiting on yeah. one of the top athletes yes um, male athletes right because wmba right. stars have taken this and mm-hmm. they have ran with it and they they always lead the charge like the WNBA, yeah and their athletes in WNBA is absolutely amazing a, a lot mm-hmm. of people take notes from them but absolutely um i think i think and that's why another thing like with the carl Nassau, like it came out no one really cares because once again he's a journey yeah. it's not like he's a an all-pro mm-hmm. Like He's just like, all right, you're just a, another good role player on the NFL team. Right. You're not the star. So, like, mm-hmm. like, honestly, I haven't heard anything about it since, like, m- maybe that day or the day after. It's kind of already, like, out of the news cycle.
1: Yeah. I didn't know anything about him before he revealed himself. I was like, who? I don't <laughs> even know what, how to pronounce his name. Carl Na- Na- N- Nassib? N- Nassib? Yeah. Okay uh so, okay so that's
0: been the thing right so like i mean it's kind of like i think people are kind of waiting like on a little nas effects right like little nas x was mm-hmm. like he was the first like really big pop star yeah male was like yo i'm gay right and mm-hmm. in their prime outside of like i mean mm-hmm. rapper i should say let's say rapper, right. because obviously still rolling elton john's, elton johns of the worlds and eddie mercury's like we all we know these guys but rapper Lil Nas X was the first one to, to, to take that mantle
1: right Like, yeah this
0: is who I am now he's done a whole bunch of things with that mantle
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I mean uh call me by your name was but um and it's so funny because he just did a photo shoot for uh, a magazine I, I can't remember which magazine um at the time but like the, his photos look incredible, and some of his outs, outfits are very androgynous. Like he has a corset on in one of them. He has like this suit on in another one. And what's that? Sorry, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, you know, and he has on all this stuff and um and it looks good. It looks good. Um I, I really am I'm digging Lil Nas X and where he's going with his career and where he's going with his image as well. So
0: Yeah, so I think to 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 push this conversation to keep it going, right? Um, mm-hmm. it's I know one of the things you you, you mentioned in, in our talks was, you know, how black queer identities and white queer identities are, you know, embraced or treated. Um, and mm-hmm. I wanted, I wanted you, I wanted to give you the space and the floor to, you know, present that idea and let's talk about it a little bit more.
1: Yeah. So. With regard to this, it, when I when I heard of Carl Nassib coming out and um, revealing his identity, I was like, okay, cool, that's completely fine. But then I immediately thought of Michael Sam, right? And I immediately thought of Michael Sam's sacrifice and like what happened to him and all this other kind of stuff like that. While Michael Sam had some fault of his own, what I don't take away from Michael Sam is the fact that he was open about who he was and he was a man of color and that had a damaging effect on his career as it does with many of my black LGBTQ uh, brothers and sisters, right? Like We come into the workplace and we come as our true self and our whole self, um, but primarily for men and those who are male-centered, right? Because there are women who are male-centered as well. Um, We get a hard time because we have to fit a mold, right? We have to fit an identity standard. We either have to be... You know, either we're not gay enough or we are too gay or, you know, for male centered women, it's you're too butch or you're not our, our ideal of what we thought a black queer woman was. Right. And we get the fifth degree at times. And there are also times where, you know, we are kind of demonized for our sexuality. Right. Like, as with all black people and <clears throat> we're seen as these sexual deviants when it's like, yo, I'm just living the only life that I know, you know, I'm not some sexual deviant. I'm not some predator. I'm not this or that. I'm literally just who I am and who I know myself to be. Right. When, when you look on the opposite end with, you know, white queer folks, they can easily navigate spaces that we can't just, I mean, white supremacy, right. Um, Not only are you, you know, in a space where you're fully embraced and supported by society and all that kind of stuff like that, but you're also white. Okay. And that makes a huge difference in who you are and what your identity is when you bring it to the table, because, and especially for white men, and this is what I see white men doing often. And this is just from my social location. I'm speaking in generality here. Um, From my social location, what I've seen is white queer men weaponize their, uh, their, access to white male privilege um and 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 here's why i say that right like i've been in bars where a white man thought that he could just randomly touch me in places that were inappropriate to touch me i had to turn around and be like yo like back up don't touch me oh well you don't like this And hell no like with anybody no 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 just like James Baldwin said, I am not your nigger, okay? And what I'm not about to do is I'm not about to let you, a stranger, touch me inappropriately because you have this idea that I'm going to like it because of some idea of sexual deviance or whatever have you, right? Like, tasted the forbidden fruit and all this other kind of shit. I'm not your forbidden fruit. Don't try to taste me because I'm going to punch you, right? <laughs> like Don't even try it. And so, and that's another thing too, right? Like If I'm in a bar and a white man, like, touches me inappropriately and i respond the way i know how to because i'm i'm from baltimore i'm from the hood right like i'm gonna punch you and then i get in trouble for it right there have been many instances where black queer men have gotten in trouble for beating the crap out of white gay men because they didn't know the the boundaries that are inherently existing with everyone right like don't touch me just as if you wouldn't touch a white man who's gay don't touch me and don't feel like you have access to me because of your whiteness cuz guess what you don't not at all you're going to get access to these hands is what you about to do okay and so that's why i'm like I just find it, to some degree, it's, it's, it's kind of personal for me because I'm like, yo, like, everyone is loving on Carl Nassib, but when it was Michael Sam, it was this huge problem. People were, you know, berating him and, 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 and belittling him and stuff like that. Like, Twitter was on fire with, like, all these comments about how he going to be in the locker room and all some kind of stuff like that. Then a Carl Nassib comes out dead silence no one's doing and and i don't want anybody to be to to joke about queer identities but at the same time it's like yo this is just like oh okay white man gay whatever you know that's how stuff goes and i'm like that that bothers me It, it feels like erasure you know like you're literally erasing my experience and experiences like mine um it, and I don't even know how to articulate that right like i uh, i i'll I'll think of how that feels like erasure, but it does, and I don't even know the words to even describe how I even got there, but it'll come to me
0: <laughs> no, i mean i think i think you did as you made your way to to the word erasure right it's, right even through carl nassib's um coming out, right, or Mm -hmm. revealing himself and living as being true to himself and living Mm as, you know, being who he is, Mm -hmm. it's still, many people still put it through the lens of everything that happened to Michael Sam. So it still isn't, the story still isn't even about Carl. It's still about the person before him and all the things that he did or did not do right when he revealed his true self. Right? Mm-hmm. so even then is using michael sam to lift up carl
1: yeah for sure
0: right even even mm-hmm. that even even me playing the devil's advocate right it was me still using michael sam as the person who who lifted carl to be where he is and now everybody accepts it because yeah. it's carl and i mean that's what we that's what we hope right
1: mm-hmm.
0: we, won't, we truly won't know until a, another black athlete Who's yeah. not retired, you know, mm-hmm. come out and, and be their true selves, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll get people's true opinions and people's true feelings on it. Um, yeah. And I hate to say it, but it's true within our community. Like we still just don't support our we don't. community well enough. So my right. fear is that's another reason why so many Black athletes, particularly males, is like. That's cool for Carl, but I'm going to keep my black ass right here in this space. Uh, man, I'm not about to to do that. I'll do it when I retire, like every other athlete. I'll do it when I retire, but I'm not about to deal with that right now because especially with social media and things of that nature,
1: they're exactly. going
0: to pull up, you know, people, they're going to be trying to find some random ass clips of them playing. Like, look, he I knew he was gay because he grabbed his butt here. Like, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Right. But that's just the way we kind of attack our own. In this space, uh, you right, which we have to do a better job of, and 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 support, you know, our brothers and sisters, um, gay, straight, lesbian, trans, absolutely, person, um, absolutely, particularly our trans women, um,
1: especially our trans women, absolutely, yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's, yeah, so I guess so, like, mm-hmm. Now on you. Uh, So I guess all in all, you know, basically, you know, just to to summarize all this, just, I, I don't know, just take what you see with a grain of salt. Also, what I would say to our listeners is. Um, Be mindful that, you know, there are still people who are struggling with their identity on a daily basis and they need as much love, much support as the Carl Nassibs of the world, right? Um, And, you know, most of those those people are, you know, people of color who are struggling with their queer identity um, because there's a lack of resources, right? There's a lack of agency. There's a lack of support, especially from our community, and so we have to, as you said, Jeff we have to start making sure that we are in a space to support our LGBTQ um, youth, people, anyone, period, right? Uh, Because it's hard out there. I mean, it's hard to live a life, any life, you know, especially uh, what I would say, you know, especially a queer life in an anti-queer world and a black life in an anti-black world. And then you combine the two, it's just, it's a double negative for some people and they struggle.
0: Yeah, I mean just put in this context for the for those who still find it kind of difficult to to grasp, right? Mm-hmm. Think about how you have to put on when you go to work.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: Like think about the the code switching which I'm not a code switcher, I'm a code messer. We can talk about that another day.
1: Hey. <laughs> okay.
0: Cuz I don't I don't believe in code switching at all. <clears throat> mhm. But uh, think about all the code switching that people do on a day to day, right? The way the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you dress, and how drained you are at the end of the day when you go home, right? Because you had to put on this fake face for an eight-hour shift.
1: Absolutely. Right?
0: Now think about that person who's probably in your life, in your circle, where they have to do that. What sixteen hours a day before they go to bed? Yep. Yeah. Right. Like think about like, just think about how tired you are after just a couple hours of faking it. And you have this person who has to walk around the, their world that way. Every single mm-hmm. day they wake up, they have to become somebody different because they are afraid that the world won't accept them for who they are. Right. The people that, that say they love them the most won't accept them for who they are, right? And that's why like when I was talking earlier about my daughter and say, anyone comes to my door? Yes, anyone, anyone. I can't say when the boy comes to my door because it might not be that for her
1: mm-hmm. right.
0: right it might not be that for her and so I'll be damned if my daughter is not gonna feel like I support her because of the sexuality she was born with right right so we have to do a better job particularly men have to do a better job of this uh, there are some women out there that are trifling as hell too so I'm not gonna y'all not gonna escape this
1: yeah and there's that too yeah're not gonna
0: escape this right yep. but as we while we are happy that more and more people can live their truth, there's still a lot more people who who are in spaces where they can't. And like I privilege comes in a lot of reforms. I live in California, so it's a privilege for a lot of gay people in California to be able mm-hmm. to live their true self. Um, I don't know if we got any listeners. I'm going to pick a random It's going to be crazy, like <laughs> Mississippi. <Right. laughs> okay. I don't know if I got any listeners there. But they don't have the same, they can't live their same truth and their same freedoms. And they're not embraced as they are where I am currently. Not at all. So just think about those things when you're engaging, you're interacting, you're on social media, and you're saying these things. Real people see this, real people feel this, and it hurts real people.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, It kills real people. Absolutely. It kills real people. Right? So while I I joke up, I joke a lot. That's why we're the Educated Food Podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. We we gonna hit you with some real shit, but we gonna joke about it at the same time. So that's who we are.
1: That's it. That's it. That's, period. That's, uh, period. Period. That's who we are. Okay. But at the
0: end of the day, man, it's all about love, and I think we end. I think we talk about it every episode. Yeah. If you are struggling with this, man, go talk to somebody. Please go. See go somebody. to therapy. Go to therapy, man. Uh, go to therapy. The um, and yeah. Let's try to. I'm gonna try to end it a little bit lighter because that was, mm-hmm. ending was yeah. really heavy
1: yeah we got a little heavy that's fine though I think that's fine
0: that's fine right Mm -hmm. Um, but as to I'm going to bring it lighter by looking at how black people are the culture as always
1: ooh yes
0: so one of the things I I, I fell down a I don't have TikTok so I got to see this stuff on Instagram but I fell down an Instagram reel TikTok Mm -hmm. rabbit hole yesterday Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know that Black influencers, Black dancers and creatives on TikTok are refusing to create, you know, these viral dances that white TikTokers just redo terribly and get all Mm -hmm. the love for, get all the advertisers for, get all the money for, right? Have you seen all of the, they're trying to do it to your song, to that shit. (laughs)
1: I'm just, All I'm, di- I am disgusted.
0: White folks.
1: I'm disgusted.
0: Trying to come up with a dance or something viral for that shit. Boy,
1: it is, I was crying stupid. laughing
0: for about 30 minutes. 30
1: you got, minutes got people bunny hopping, looking like wet spaghetti, looking <laughs> the like. The Arms
0: one? I the, I love the oh my arms God.
1: <laughs> Y'all look like. Uh, what, what was that thing from Family Guy that, that inflatable? Carl's Wacky Inflatable arm Salesman. <laughs> well, uh, y'all look like that. Y'all look a fool. Y'all look a fool. Yo. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> keep them coming. Keep
1: what them are you coming.
0: doing? I love laughing at uncoordinated <sighs> white TikTokers trying to make their money without <sighs> doing it on the blacks, on the backs of black people.
1: Yeah, but then you're still doing it on the back of black people because you don't the thigh shit. <laughs> like, do that to Reba McIntyre or like Taylor <laughs> Swift or some shit like that. Do it to Britney. Britney just came out yesterday talking about how she is trapped in her uh, whatever that is, conservatorship. Well, then no. support Britney by doing some damn TikToks to Britney music. How about that? Get her out of goddamn conservatorship. No. <laughs> conservatorship is <laughs>
0: the whitest shit I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> i'm like what is this my, so uh, 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 lord lord um my partner hates when i tell our business on the podcast but i'm gonna tell this one thing so he was like showing me the video and i'm like what what is that what what is this so he had to explain to me what what that was and i'm like what But she's in her right mind. Like she, I thought conservatorships were only supposed to be for people who are mentally insane. Like when you take over uh, guardianship or when you take over power of attorney, right? Like Mm -hmm. I thought that was that type of situation. Come to find out, this is the whitest shit I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) It is her dad putting her in a conservatorship just to take over her estate and take over her money and, and have access and control to her money. I said what
0: and force her to like perform like she has a residency in Vegas and they force her to like Mm -hmm. the one that threw me was like when she was like I want to have kids but I can't even tell a doctor to take out my birth control advice like what
1: I said y'all putting IUDs in folks
0: and and then (sighs) don't give them the power a grown-ass woman the power to take that out herself Right, yo, I, I didn't watch the documentary because I thought all this stuff was crazy. Like I just didn't pay attention to it. But
1: yeah, I watched half of it and I I got bored and I I walked away from it.
0: Yo, this it's, this is crazy. Like
1: I was this, like, this some white shit. I can't relate. That is,
0: that's, crazy. <laughs> that's
1: crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I think what what, what the, the the blackest thing I've seen Britney do. Did you see Britney when she was dancing to? She was doing like this dance to Brown Skin by India Ivory. That is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like she's literally dancing to Brown Brown Skin up against. I'm like, but and she's dancing with a white man. So I'm like, who got the brown skin? What's happening here? <laughs> Where that's the brown where, skin at? That,
0: that's that's <laughs> when they put her on conservative shit. Like, look
1: at this, look, look what she's doing. She <laughs> is dance. She is out of order. She is dancing with a whole white man, a whole Caucasian to brown skin by India iree That's not so, right.
0: <laughs> I need I need all her money. Give me all her money. But
1: oh my god,
0: it's it's crazy. I don't understand how. I don't know. the judges are allowing this to happen.
1: I don't know either. Um,
0: somebody go kidnap Britney Spears and save her from her family. Yeah. I think that's the only way she's going to get up out of this because her dad is not letting go.
1: Oh, he's um, not. Too much money. Too, much, too money. much money. Too much money. I
0: used too to much always money. joke like, yo, I want to be Kevin Federline. Because like, <laughs> he, he, he just living off of the money, Set too. Like, he, had, he had two kids by her. It was like, yep, I'm good. I don't have Baby to dance. Baby daddy for stuff. life. I don't have to dance to one more song ever again.
1: That's it. Like, Baby daddy I'm, is life. Okay.
0: I am good.
1: I, I, I just I don't get it. I don't get it. White the whitest of stuff. So again, you TikTokers who ain't got nothing else to do, go help Brittany out. Okay. Yeah.
0: Go help Britney. Y'all go buy some snakes and dance to slay for you all on your TikTok. And uh, oh my money God. To, to free Brittany
1: There you go. Oh. There you go. Y'all can do that. How about y'all do that? <laughs>
0: Stop! stop oh, to, to to thought shit. Yeah, um, which is actually, <laughs> I'm i I'm gonna admit I don't I typically don't didn't give Megan The Stallion the credit she deserves. She is a hell of a rapper.
1: Oh, she is everything. Uh, Megan is even, everything.
0: Because I'm one of those people who listen to lyrics, so even listening mm-hmm. to that shit, it, ain't, it isn't even what I thought it was about like it it isn't Mm -hmm. on that WAP level like what she's talking about in that song actually and she she kills it bars for days
1: bars for bars I mean literally she I yeah,
0: I'm the guy I tend to sound out female rappers because I think they all talk about the same thing but (laughs) she doesn't uh-huh. So,
1: listen, and that's what I love. So that's why I love female rappers. I think male rappers to all, all talk about the same thing, and I'd be they like, "They do too. Uh,
0: they, they definitely do." I mean, uh, I don't really listen your
1: to guns, your guns, your hoes, your 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 drink, your smoke, your pills. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, that shit is about like owning up to like like it is literally this 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 conversation has come full full circle, right? Because we started with Shakari Richardson. This song is about knowing who you are and knowing that you that bitch. And I'm gonna tell y'all again, Shakari Richardson is that she is self proclaimed that bitch. Okay,
0: <laughs> a woman on fire.
1: Woman on fire. <laughs> with
0: that we are gonna end this episode. Um, Be on the lookout for some really some really good things coming up. Um, we yeah. want to engage y'all a little bit more on our social media. We have some questions for you all as we mm-hmm. are looking to formalize our format a little bit, but we also want to keep y'all engaged and involved in our, in our episodes. Like that's yeah. something that we really, really want to do. So we really, really need y'all to start, you know, rocking with us a little bit more on our social medias and, and answering our questions because we want to try to be a part of the show. We just don't want it to be the Jeff and Jarrell show. We love Absolutely. talking, we love hearing ourselves talk, but we want to engage with y'all. For
1: sure.
0: Until next Monday, we out.
1: All right.